Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Good morning. Well, I can remember the first time I saw a cannabis store thinking, wow, how can you sell that? That was illegal. Well, Crackdown now, this has uh, been made some big news this month. Crackdown now on some of the products inside these stores um, by both our sheriff's department and our solicitor, Walt Wilkins. They're working together on a task force. Joining me to talk about it is Sheriff Hobart Lewis. Good morning, sir. Good morning. So um, I, I actually talked to a store owner yesterday. He didn't want to go on the record, uh, but he said he's had to clear out some of his products because he's not sure um, if they would legally get him in trouble or not. Can you can you tell me what's going on with the? It's it's called cannabis. I can't say it well. CBD cannabis oil. Bit oil. Can, yeah, cannabis oil. Um, so part of the issue is well, part of the issue we've had here is products are being sold that are well above the 0.3% that's allowed by law under our hemp law. And and we've received a lot of calls. A lot of people were upset about the press conference thinking we're doing away with CBD products. And that's not the case. What we are doing is cracking down on store owners. This is a $17 billion a year business in the United States. And a lot of it is manufactured here, some overseas, you know, China, other places, and shipped here. Um, but it has to be labeled properly. People need to know what they're buying. The 0.3% THC content is what's important. We've been finding things that are well above that. Um, and teenagers, middle school, high school kids, walking into these CBD stores, buying packages of this stuff, fake cartridges, wax, oils, some of those things, um, getting sick in school, EMS is having to be called. We test what they find on this juvenile, and we find it to be 40% THC content. 40? Um, it, it, and higher, uh, much higher. Wow. So, uh, okay, because just so people to benchmark it, the av- I looked this up, the, the DEA, right? The average mm-hmm. street weed has 17% if you just bought Correct. it illegally off the street. You're saying 40% in some of this vape yes. juice? 30, wow. 30 and 40%. And here's what happens when they buy these vape cartridges in, in some cases and they attach it to a vape pen 
obviously you activate the pen, you inhale the product, that only increases the THC content because now it's vaporized instead of the actual uh, plant material or the oil or the wax that was put into the vape pen that may have been just, say, 10%. So we did a press conference. We've sent out letters to every store owner that we know that sells these products putting them on notice that you're going to be held responsible if you you buy it wholesale you buy it the right way you sell it that's within the law but when you buy it from companies who are either mislabeling it uh, or selling a higher content say from overseas and it's being shipped here and you're selling it as 0.3 percent you don't they're not relabeling it i don't mean to make it sound that way but they're not really paying attention and these kids look on TikTok and they look on YouTube and they find out what has a higher content. Um, and that's what they're purchasing. Again, it's big business. A lot of people buy it. You can buy it in uh, like health food stores uh, for various reasons, whether it's arthritis, you can buy an ointment, you can buy creams, you can buy oils, you can buy pills, you can buy gummies. A lot of the stuff we see in specific cbd stores are geared more toward kids and they're they're gummies they look you know completely innocent i mean it looks like candy almost we have convenience stores that sell them at the counter that look like gummy worms gummy bears all those things that have a high thc content and that's what gets you high that's what makes it illegal uh, one of the things Lister wilkins said in the press conference if it gets you high uh, you can be charged. So these store owners are being held accountable. They need to know what they're selling, what they're putting out here. You don't need an ID to buy these things. There's no age limit on them. Uh, so it's kind of a ruse in some cases. Looks like a legal store, and they sell some legal products, but the higher potency products they sell that these some people know to go in and buy are, are really going in and buying marijuana uh and getting high driving vehicles going to school um in the workplace you know whatever the case may be so so that was the reason uh for the press conference and that was the reason to send the letters out to all the business owners again that you're going to be held liable for what you sell what what product you put out um we had lawyer local lawyer robin ario on and he mentioned in an interview with us about potential testing discrepancies with like 0.3% measurement limit where some vendors may believe they're selling something that's legal, but then it doesn't pass a test you guys do uh, that could measure the product at 0.4%. Are you being kind of that picky 0.3.4 is in a lot when the average street pot is 17% THC uh, or, or no, it is it, no, you're no, really going no. for the high stuff. No, no so the law says 0.3, yeah, really. Yeah. The law says 0.3%. Uh, we're not trying to get anybody at 0.4 or 0.5. We, again, we're finding it much higher. Yeah. And, um, and and that's what's causing major problems uh, with people getting sick. And, again, young kids vaping this stuff, the, the fibers in their lungs get paralyzed. They pass out in school and nobody knows why. EMS comes, gets them. Uh, they talk to the parents, obviously get them to the hospital and figure out that this kid has bought this product or these gummies or whatever the case may be. 
with a high THC content. There is multiple ways of testing uh, these products. We, and some of them, do destroy the, the part of the machine that costs hundreds of thousands of dollars. So we send it out to private companies here locally in Greenville that test these products. Uh, there's a water test and there's a vaporized heat type test uh, that we get those results from. Um, how much of this are you finding? How much of your typical, you know, cannabis oil store is, I mean, you're talking 40%. That's a lot stronger than, than, than street weed. That's illegal. How much of that are you finding? Is it just here and there? Is it surprising amount in these stores? So far, it's just been here and there. And again, we have not really been in stores to enforce this. We've only went and made undercover buys, if you will, and tested it to find out what was on the market, how is it packaged, uh, what do we need to be looking for. Then, this has been about a two-year project, then we sent out letters letting the store owners know uh, this is what's occurring and this is what will take place. You know, you may have somebody in undercover law enforcement come in and make a purchase and we'll have it tested and we're going to seize all of your inventory, if that's the case, uh, and take it off the shelf. Uh, everything in the store. So I don't know if you know or saw it in the paper, but several months ago um, we had a drug case that involved a local store here. And and this is really what brought it to our attention after boxes and boxes and boxes of these products were brought in here and put into evidence. We have to test those uh, because we put them into evidence for this case. And we found, again, extremely high THC content on multiple packages that were closed, sealed. They were being sold uh, to kids from middle school, a local middle school and high school here. And there were some other illegal drugs found inside that store. This particular individual was selling other things, not just CBD products. But um, that's when we really realized, honestly, how prevalent it was, you know, just right in front of our face. And again, a lot of these things are packaged to look legal and look like they fall within the confines of the law, but the material, the plant, the oil, the wax that are inside of those things are well above that 0.3%. So real quickly, I know there was a picture in the Green Mill News of one owner who's had to just wipe out part of the products in his store. Is there still stuff they can sell? Um, yeah, safely, absolutely. they feel, okay, like just they'll be absolutely. protected if they buy a certain I brand or... I don't know the brand, uh, to be honest, what, what manufacturer makes it, but most products made in the United States that are sold here, again, this $17 billion business, mm -hmm. uh, are, are legal. They fall within the confines of the 0.3%. Everything that is shipped in because some of these store owners want to buy it cheaper, sell it at the same price, and make a higher profit, uh, those things may be labeled at 0.3% THC, but the actual product inside may be much, much higher. Um, and again, it comes, I mean, they're, it's big business, uh, and it's, it's a really big deal across America. So, so that's part of the issue. They need to know what they're buying. They can have it tested. Uh, there's local companies here. If a store owner wanted to make sure they bought from a certain place and they sent it off, 
here in Greenville, took it, dropped it off, had it tested. They can get it back in about 24 hours, just a sample of it, just a package of it. Then you know that that, that lot, that manufacturer is following the law with those type of hemp products, which is really where true CBD, those things come from. Um, Sheriff, uh, Sheriff Hobart Lewis, one more, I've got to ask you this because whenever we do these kind of interviews, two thirds of the audience is like, yay. And another third is like, mm-hmm. no way go mm-hmm. after the guys selling fentanyl. We've had fentanyl overdoses in our schools. That's much more serious. What do you say to them? Well, you know, we tackled the fentanyl issue. That's an ongoing issue. Um, uh, our current president and administration certainly does not care about what that's doing to this country. Uh, the Chinese are killing us. Uh, slowly by the open border. They're sending it through Mexico. The cartel gets it. It comes in here. We fight that battle every day. And I'm, I don't know who else can say this across the country, but I can tell you in 2022, we had 300 overdose deaths from fentanyl. In Greenville um, County alone? Yes, ma'am. That's, that's deaths that Dang. occurred from overdoses. We've had much, many more overdoses that we were able to Narcan and do those things. Last year, we only had 168. Now, I don't mean to say only 168, like those 168 don't matter, but we were able to cut that almost in half because we got we partnered with Prisma, we partnered with EMS, the coroner's office, and, and created a overdose investigator unit here uh, to go out and follow up those people that were Narcan and survived try to get them some treatment, try to talk about the dangers of fentanyl, talk to their families and do those things. So we've had a significant impact on the deaths that occur from fentanyl. Now, when you talk about the amount of fentanyl that's being trafficked up 85, which is a major corridor of the East Coast, obviously, just like I-95, you know, we're out there every day and we're seizing drugs. We're locking up drug dealers, drug traffickers. Um, human traffickers, you know, I mean, this, this border issue, we're, we're in crisis mode all across the country. Um, we know that's an issue. We know that has to be dealt with, but we're having to deal with the repercussions from having an open border. It's just so easy for so many different people to get into this country that certainly have terrible intentions um, in bringing this poison in. So this is just one small piece of the puzzle. Uh, for our young people, more importantly, and for all the calls and emails that I've gotten from people who use CBD products, whether they have PTSD, arthritis, fibromyalgia, um, I've heard it all. Uh, We're not trying to take those products off the shelves. We're only trying to make business owners comply with the law so that these children don't get these high doses of THC content product that's going to hurt people. Amen, um, Sheriff. And I got to cut it off there because we're way over the break. Yes. Um, really appreciate everything that you guys do um, and your sure. service to our community. And thank you for joining us today on 98.9 WORD. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. 
Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Good morning. Okay, if you're a listener to the Battleground America podcast, if you're not, you should be. You can always text keyword battleground to the text line 71307. You can also just text my name, T-A-R-A, and it'll send you the Battleground podcast link. And you listen to it whenever you want. I've been laying out the growing connection between the Democrat Party and the cartels, at least in practice. And I've been explaining to you the ways in which they are merging. Back in 2011, and I just recently stumbled on this article, shocking article, Fox News, Sinaloa cartel. Remember when Barack Obama's uh, DEA got caught gun running, illegally, by the way, they were breaking the law, gun running down to the cartels? And what would happen is certain cartel people would come up here, many of them illegally, go to a gun store, and they would be, the gun store owner would be instructed by the DEA to sell the gun. To sell the gun. The guns were then walking back across the border. Well, uh, it all hit the wall when a Border Patrol agent was murdered with one of those guns. And remember, they were so big on not letting us know what was going on with that uh, at the time uh, that Biden administration officials defied congressional subpoenas and did not testify before Congress. Well, uh, and the ostensible reason, supposed excuse for that, was that, uh, oh, you know, we were, we wanted to track the guns. Well, they kind of lost control of them. I think this was the beginning of their partnership. Come 2011, after this big scandal, another deal took place. It was just as as illegal, but they're Democrats, so. A deal was cut between the FBI, the DEA, and the cartel down there, the Sinaloa cartel. This, to me, is shocking. That we would allow them to traffic illegal drugs unimpeded across our border if they would, in turn, provide intel... Uh, against all their other competing cartel members. So competing cartels, so we could target them and round them up. I knew immediately what they were doing. They were doing the same thing they did with Bo Bergdahl. They wanted to form a partnership with the cartel and they needed a legal cover to do it. Because, wait, 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 a cartel is going to, a cartel, if, if they're willing to talk to you at all, they're going to turn over other, you know, members of other cartels they compete with. You don't have to pay them to do that. They're going to want to do it. And you certainly don't have to let them have free reign to traffic as much drugs and humans into this country as they want. But that was the deal Barack Obama, uh, his DEA and FBI cut with the Sinaloa cartel. So when the word Sinaloa cartel appeared in the new book by Peter Schweitzer, Blood Money, it got my attention. And when it appeared next to the name of the people passing $5 million to Joe Biden, it really got my attention. Because, see, I've noticed something somebody, a lot of other people have noticed, including Peter Schweitzer, that Joe Biden just doesn't ever get around to bringing up fentanyl when he's talking to his self-described good friend, Chairman Xi, who doesn't think Biden's his friend, but Biden thinks she is his friend. It's weird. And how Biden's international drug trade policies have not effectively held China accountable 
for the supply of precursor chemicals that are used by the drug cartels to manufacture fentanyl. It's weird. Conversations, according to official releases of them that Biden's had with Xi, he has not raised the subject with the Chinese president as of this writing. Odd. The Biden administration late 2022 named 22 countries as being transit points for drugs or producers of drugs, but only one country was left off, China, the main one, killing Americans, 70,000 overdoses, dead. We just, by the way, had a new poll out beginning of the week. 40% of Americans personally know somebody who overdosed, not on drugs, on fentanyl. It is absolute mass murder with a bigger death toll than the Vietnam War. But what if the Biden family appeared to be profiting from this? Well, I'll tell you how they are. Coming up next, including Biden setting up his Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, out there to make excuses for China, absurdly arguing that some of the precursors arriving in Mexico from China, these are uh, the stuff with which to make the fentanyl, have been sh- had been shipped by accident. Yeah, right. Yep. Well, Ken Paxton, Attorney General of Texas, has been telling us he believes there's a partnership between the Democrats and the cartels. We may have found it. Uh, I'll have that coming up next. Well, Attorney General of Texas, Ken Paxton, on Fox News said he swear the Democrats somehow have a deal with the cartels at the border. He is cooperating, not just cooperating, but he's literally in partnership with these cartels. In the old days, they used to come and try to hide and run away from Border Patrol. Joe Biden's cut a deal somehow where these cartels transport people directly to the Border Patrol, and then they move them around the country. So we're in a terrible situation. Nothing like this country has ever seen before. And I fear the consequences of Joe Biden's decisions for the next years. Yeah, they're merging. They have common interests, and they're merging around those common interests. I've been saying that for a long time in the Battleground America podcast. Now we know where it's coming from. What's interesting here, and just to recap the last segment, 2011 Fox News article, you can Google it. I also did a Battleground podcast on it about two weeks ago. We found out, and this is illegal for them to do, that they were aiding and abetting the Sinaloa cartel with its drug dealing in the U.S. They were openly letting them, essentially providing protection in the Obama administration for, for only the Sinaloa cartel to move drugs and people across the border. This is, again, back in 2011. You were never supposed to know. The ostensible excuse was, well, uh, they're giving us intel on other cartels in exchange. Well, no, you've just become a party to the lawbreaking, and I've long thought that was just an excuse. But they wanted this relationship with the cartel. I mean, you can't get cartel members to rat out their opponents who they're constantly killing each other for territory. You can't get them to rat, rat, you know, rat out their movements to you. You've got to give them free protected drug trade into this country. I don't buy it. I think it's the same thing as, oh, we got to save Bo Bergdahl. We'll swap him for all four Taliban leaders. Why? They didn't care about Bergdahl. They wanted to free the Taliban leaders, all four of them, from Gitmo, and they needed cover. The swap was the cover. That's what Obama did. Today we're learning there's money involved, and it's the same cartel. It's Sinaloa. This is in the new book by Peter Schweitzer, Blood Muddy, about how China pays off for elites uh, and they let China kill us, which they have, and hurt us and steal from us. 
The Biden family, Peter Schweitzer documents, bagged $5 million from the business partner of the White Wolf, a Chinese criminal gang leader who helped create the main fentanyl pipeline into the U.S. In partnership with who? Ah, there's that Sinaloa cartel again. How convenient. The Biden family bagged $5 million from the business partner of the White Wolf, a Chinese criminal gang leader who helped create the fentanyl pipeline. So what, what does the White Wolf do? The White Wolf provides the raw chemicals out of China and ships them uh, into Mexico to the Sinaloa cartel. They are partners. Yi Jingming, the chairman of CEFC Energy and uh, a Communist Party member, passed a check for $5 million to Hunter Biden for doing, well, basically nothing. Who is Yi Jingming's business partner? The White Wolf. The White Wolf. So the White Wolf passes the check through Yi Jingming, passes the money through. The White Wolf is the guy, the main guy running the cartel, the cartel, Sinaloa cartel, a fentanyl operation killing all these Americans. No wonder Joe Biden will not bring up fentanyl on a call with she. He's owned, y'all. So the so-called White Wolf is the leader of the Chinese uh, United Bamboo Gang, UBG. UBG partners with the Sinaloa cartel to move in the chemicals they need. The cartel then makes... The, chemi- the, uh, the fentanyl, and they move it into the country. And I bet, can't prove it, I bet that the Biden administration is still giving the Sinaloa cartel cover to move this stuff into the country. I bet they are, and I bet that's how they get paid. Folks, we haven't even found all this money. Anyway, this is all in Peter Schweitzer's book that came out yesterday. The White Wolf became an important partner of the Sinaloa cartel in Mexico. Uh, through their partnership with the cartel that helps both parties in the production distribution of fentanyl in the United States. So there's your Chinese piece. There's the Bidens getting paid the $5 million. And we know uh, at least in 2011, the Biden administration had a, I would add, illegal deal. I'm sorry, it was the Obama administration then to look the other way to let only the Sinaloa cartel traffic its people and drugs over the border. They gave them protection. This is like the mafia. Folks, what you're looking at are two major international transnational, well, three really transnational gangs working together to profit off the fentanyl drug trade. Chinese, Chinese party and Chinese Communist Party affiliated gang, the Sinaloa cartel and the Democrat Party, three international gangs. There's so much big crime here. It's, it's really unbelievable. When you look at what they were all involved with, Hunter Biden, also his involvement with bioweapons in Ukraine and the money changing hands there. I mean, this guy's their bag man. He's picking up the Sinaloa check via Yi Jingming. He's over here with Burisma, picking up the Burisma check for the bioweapons labs, which, by the way, they said, well, they're not offensive bioweapons labs. They're only defensive bioweapons. Well, it kills just as easily. When you put them on the Russia border, you cause a war. And you know what I think? I think nobody else was dumb enough to go around and pick up the checks. They needed someone to pick up the checks. They needed someone to make the phone calls. They needed somebody to be the guy on the paper trail. And no person who was sober would be dumb enough to do that. 
So they needed a guy. Joe Biden needed a guy. Barack Obama needed a guy who needed a hit, needed a fix, who was a drug addict, who would do stupid things knowing that he was going to take the fall for all of it. But he only wanted that next hit. That's how Rudy Giuliani's always put it about Hunter. They used him because of his drug addiction. His drug addiction made him very attractive to them. Because where are you going to get somebody to do this stuff for you? Even just for the money they got paid, it's not worth it. That's millions of dollars if you're in prison. And that's what Hunter does. He takes the money. He picks up the checks. And Joe Biden says nothing to Xi Jinping. Xi Jinping. And it all moves. It's in, yeah, it's international crime, folks. That's what this isn't even a political party anymore. It's just an international crime wave. And Barack Obama and Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and John Kerry's son are at the center of it. Let's jump on the Carbro talk line. Text rights. That's why Obama placed Joe in the White House to take the fall. Um, there's just so much going on right now with, I mean, just there's so much Hunter corruption, so many instances of it, you almost can't keep track of it. And so many people in the D- Department of Justice, IRS, uh, FBI running around covering up these crimes that, you, I mean, I have to keep it in separate folders just to keep track of it mentally. It's unbelievable while they act like none of it is going on. Anyway, today on the Battleground America podcast, I'm going to drive in, dive into something going on right now that you're probably not aware of. We've been tracking it for a while on the Battleground America podcast. I, I call it World War III Watch, and what you're seeing is totally unprecedented in history right now. And it started in 2022 uh, with the Ukraine invasion, and we moved an additional 20,000 troops into the European theater. A buildup began almost right away, even as our leaders told us, oh, no, 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 we're not going to go to war with Russia, not us. But in everything they've done since then, they've been preparing for war with Russia. Absolutely terrifying announcement not too long ago to me, to those of us who just want to leave Russia alone and stay the heck out of it. Uh, because it's just, it's not good to pick on Russia uh, because we're going to drag ourselves into a war we don't need. It's their, it, it's their back, backyard. Let them handle it. Then we get this unbelievable announcement. 90,000 troops are due to join Steadfast Defender 2024. It already started in January. They're drilling now. For what? For a ground war. Really? Where? Well, the official story is they're drilling for a ground war in Poland, which is a kind of a really weird thing since... Russia has not aggressed toward Poland, and it won't because it would trigger a NATO response. Russia doesn't want that. Ukraine's not a NATO member, so, so yeah, but if, if they were to go after Poland somehow, they would get this response. 90,000 troops, including U.S. troops, are, are drilling there, the largest joint exercise of NATO since the Cold War including at least 1,100 combat vehicles, 133 tanks, 533 infantry fighting vehicles, NATO said. Okay, so they go in there. They go in there in uh, January, and they start doing these ground exercises. 
But they deny there's going to be a ground war. Then one by one from Sweden to the UK to Germany, they're like, yeah, we're preparing for a ground war. The media is blacking out a lot of this or they're not, people are just not getting it here, what's happening. Then NATO comes out and says, oh, hey, yeah, the Admiral, you guys in Europe, you might want to get like some flashlights and some water and store some food for the, for the ground war we're going to have. Who plans a ground war? Because you know we're getting dragged into this. You know it's probably us egging this whole thing on. Okay, well, then it gets really freaky in the last week because uh, the head of Slovenia comes out and warns the world, uh, NATO countries um, are meeting and talking about sending ground troops into Ukraine. So it's not Poland anymore, it's Ukraine. They're also talking about draft. So he warns the the world, this is this is this is happening. This is this is not to protect Poland. They're full on considering an invasion of Ukraine, and they're training for it. We will get absolutely drawn into that. You know why? Everybody in Ukraine's dead. The average the average they've either run to other countries they don't want to be a part of this stupid war, uh, or the average age is forty two. There's nobody left. We got them all killed. Over what? I can't even tell you. So. Wait till you hear what happens next. Folks, if you looked at this in reverse, you'd say, yeah, that's a build-up to World War III. It's plain as day. Well, to find out what happens next, you'll have to listen to the Battleground America podcast. Get it by texting my name, T-A-R-A, to the text line 71307, uh, or you could just text Battleground keyword uh, Gattle, Battleground keyword to 71307, or just find it, Battleground America, anywhere you find podcasts. Be back tomorrow. Freddy's up next. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.